We're back. Tom Bernard <laughs> Show. Sure Co-host Catherine Van... Brandt. All the youths. I'm, I'm actually mm, hosting okay. today. And it's called The Family, so... It is not really. Not it's really. still Tom's show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. it can no, be it called is. The Family. It's show. supposed to be called just, The Family, but yeah. Let's just say what Changing the Facebook name was too hard. And I am here with... Yes. L.A. Nick. Alex Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Brad Bernard. And we're going to have Tim Lammers mm. coming up in a minute. I'll call him during the break. Okay. Well, let's do the break and come back with Tim Lammers. Mm-hmm. Walls Rider Motor Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, and it's got Pro Pilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right, be like Andy and Melissa, and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids House of J Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Do, do, do. Hello, we're back. Tom Bernard Show, the family, whatever we're called. And we've got... <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever. We're called anything. <laughs> yeah, Tom changes his mind about every 14 seconds. He's been pretty committed to this family thing. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't go back. I am too. Uh, I just don't... When he changes things, I don't really no, listen. Because like he usually changes oh, yeah, back no. And his days. whole, like, oh, we're going to have guests on for longer. But, like, you, we used to have guests on for longer and you hated it. That's mm. why we have guests on for shorter time. The problem with guests on is for longer is when you get a dud. And then they're on oh, yeah. for the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the beauty of like the podcast is you can just get rid of people. You can do whatever you want. Why, it's a why does he have yeah. it so stringent time? Because he's I got radio know. brain. Yeah. yeah, where it's he like, has, this is like, how you, you do can it. Have, if a guest stinks, you can say, oh, we only have two minutes. So, you know, we got to go. That's, <laughs> why he, that's why he can't have a half of a millisecond of dead air. Yep. And he repeats the same catchphrases over yes. and over again. Yeah, what a world! Man. What a world! Because it's, it's ra- yeah, radio. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I thought podcasts. Most people only listen to a podcast for a short period of time. Like oh, you walk yeah. the dog, or you're on your exercise yes. or whatever you're doing. Most you podcasts know? are like an hour, yeah. maybe once a week. It makes me mad though. The top paid podcast. 
It really does. Yeah. What do you mean? Why does it make you mad? Because the the hundred million dollars. Yeah. And that no, those two girls call me daddy. They just do one night stands every night, every day, every night, and they talk about it the next day. It's number one podcast in the world. That's make a hundred million. I've never heard of this. Number one. Number one worldwide. What? Look at look this up. It's number one. It's called Call Me Daddy. Cause my favorite murder, those girls get paid a ton. Call Me Daddy's number one in the world. I've never even heard of this oh, podcast. Yeah. It's because you're not doing porno. Yeah, no, but really. I hear I hear about podca- other podcasts like My Favorite Murder. I've I've listened to it one time. I can't it's stand four, it. Five, so five grossing podcasts, but maybe they're not top grossing. This is who makes money. Go Joe Rogan's like number eight. So he's not even in the top. He makes so much money. Hundred million, million a year. Crazy. Well, he signed a hundred million dollar deal. Yeah. Joe Rogan, know, my favorite murder. Just... Dave Ramsey show. Armchair expert. Bill Simmons. I've never heard of any of these. Armchair Why aren't expert. We on the top ten. Armchair expert is Dax Shepard. They're all celebrities except oh. for my favorite murder. My favorite murder yeah. is just like this niche thing. It, they just—it's two girls that talk like they're from the valley, basically, and they talk. Once a week, about a murder, murderer, serial killer person, and they just talk about it casually, and people love it. Oh, I tried to listen to it once, and I turned it off after like five minutes because I, I know, couldn't take one of their voices. I know several people that try to find <clears throat> the most boring podcast that, that can, and, and to fall asleep. and to fall asleep. You should. They should listen uh, to. I think it's called Sleep with Me. Well, there you go. It's a guy that tells stories, but. It does. They like don't make any sense, and he'll kind of start like mumbling. It's kind of like ASMR, I think. But mm. like he'll like he'll be telling a story, and then he'll kind of like fade off. ASMR makes me unhappy. And then yeah, some people. What does that stand ASMR. for again? Autosomal meridian response. And which they just is sit there a mumbling. Fake term, by the way. It depends. Just, some people eat. Some people. Some people like, scratch things. Yeah, jiggle beads in a can. Why not just Tim, do some it. ASMR for us? Why not just listen to ocean sounds? Or so call her daddy was canceled. Oh, oh good. Huh, there you go. Because it was number one for almost a whole year. Well, that that's kind sad. of thing is probably going to burn out. Yeah. I would hope. Although Howard Stern just signed yeah. for a hundred million think, or yeah, think two hundred million, and all he does is talk about his were, dick. Yeah, so. it's just yeah, that's yeah. lowest common Final denominator. Final episode was May twenty eighth to twenty twenty. Hmm. Hello, Tim. <laughs> I hope I'm not one of them boring guests that no. you want to hang up on in two minutes. <laughs> well, I'll just talk like mind. this the whole time. Good talk Fall to you, asleep Tim. too. It's been fun. <laughs> The history of the I have such a soothing voice. I can see how that could happen. Yeah. Not. I don't understand that whole mumbling thing. How does the, how do things like that it. become a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I have a meditation app, and the kids listen to bedtime stories on the app. They have like little speakers Calm. that they keep in their room. Yeah. yeah. And there's ASMR on there. Oh, is there? Yeah. That they have like celebrities doing ASMR stories. I don't, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. People just sit there and mumble. Here, I'll play you. I'll play you one. That's what they do. I and mean, that's supposed I to groan, get your brain I groan in sometime. sleep. I groan sometimes. Like, uh, it helps me sleep. Oh. Well, maybe that's like this. Maybe you can have recordings of people groaning, yeah, and it will make you go to sleep. Uh, There's Beauty and the Beast done in ASMR. Uh... Yeah. You know, it's the internet. Anything goes. You can groan, That's you true. can mumble. Yeah, groaning helps me People find sleep. fascination with mm. everything. That and putting three true. fingers over my mouth. Beauty and the Beast. Oxygen deprivation. Language in I don't know. French. I just go put my hand over my mouth helps me sleep. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Ready? And I'm groaning. Gonna... What are you doing? But usually I'm groaning <laughs> agony. Oh, she's going to play it. I make 
See, I find this creepy. It's super creepy. But also to help them get rid of anxiety. Yeah, the smacking. Ugh. Oh, okay, turn it <laughs> off. I feel my it's just creep right it's out of my skin. It's literally the worst thing in the world. I know it's so oh, creepy. God, but people, there people make tons of money yeah, on YouTube do. doing ASMR videos. Tell Tim, you, there's a revenue stream for you there. Well, I tell you what, I don't get is this whole reaction video thing, mm. where you watch something. Uh, you know, some 16-year-old uh, watches Phil Collins for oh, the first yes. time. Yeah. <laughs> 20 million hits and, you know, it's money in Phil's pocket because all of a sudden people start downloading yep. the song or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's And then they sponsored. get money from the YouTube revenue. Yep. So, I but feel the like, reaction, who wants to watch somebody's reaction? To I feel like God. I would be, I could make money doing reaction videos because I am so overdramatic. <laughs> you should yeah, do now, it. Now, Give now it a it's, shot. Now it's, what do you have to lose? The trend now is young, black, black inner city kids listening to yeah. classic rock songs. Yeah, and like... You watch their reaction. Yeah, like, oh, this Moby song, and it's like these three black guys. I remember from, when you told me what an Instagram influencer was yeah. a long mm-hmm. time ago, and I so I started looking them up, and it's like people watch them unbox things. Yep, unboxing. Yeah. That's not... You open up a box. <laughs> Well, With boxing. your product in it. Boxing Day is a holiday. But why, is, why do people want to watch somebody open a box? It's uh, it's like opening mail. People love opening it's, mail. It's vicarious. It's, like, it's Yeah, it's like a... But what ooh. if I was opening this? Yeah. I just don't... I, don't I always know. thought Boxing Day in Canada was boxing like the sport. I did too. But it's not. Yeah, it's when not I was, opening boxes. Yes. It is not. It is <laughs> yes, not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. No, yeah. I mean, it's not about boxing. Yeah. Right. Like, the sport. Yeah. yeah, it's about Fisticuff. opening boxes. Which would make more sense than... Yeah. Opening boxes, but whatever. Mm. Well, yeah. Christmas is about opening boxes, it more is. or less. That sure yeah. is. So. Okay, I had... Oh, never mind. What's new out there, Tim? Yeah, Tim. <laughs> is there anything to watch? Oh, boy. Well, you know, I, I tell you what, even though they are uh, the, um, they're attracting quite a bit of controversy lately, it's not so much them as it is Warner Brothers, but HBO Max has some really good shows. And I know, uh, Catherine, that you and Tom had seen The Undoing. Yeah, oh, which, well, we yeah. watched. Okay, so what? <laughs> per- per- perfect timing, Tim. Because yes. last night, Alex came over and we watched episode three, which yep. was yep. boring. It was very boring. So Tom was like, whenever Tom doesn't like a show but feels like he has to watch it because other people are watching it, he sits there and he like drums his hand he's pa- kind of pounds yeah. the, it's really weird and his foot kind of goes and he yeah. does a lot of yes. sighing it's called board it's called board tom yeah instead of just yeah. getting up and saying i'm tapping out you yeah. guys go ahead well he has to do this whole dramatic sigh tapping he does that here sometimes smacking yeah. thing yes he does <laughs> and anyway so he said he didn't want to watch any more of it although michael bryant said, said it was that super they, boring he said, no, Michael Bryant said he really liked no, it. Dan and he said, said it was really cool. Yeah, the ending. I mean, because Mike and I have been in touch about it. And because I have questions about, you know, obviously he's in the know when it comes to the legal stuff and what they can pull off, et cetera. And yeah. would they be able to do that in real life? So I've had questions for him along the way. Uh, so the, it, it gets really good. The last couple episodes get really good. I yeah, Michael said the trial. The trial is I'll amazing. Ask Mike about yeah, tonight. the trial, yeah. Because. Because I mean, I mean Nicole Kidman is phenomenal. She's just really I, I, an amazing actress, and I loved her in Big Little Lies. I mean, but there are other things that she's been in too. But Hugh Grant, I mean, he's the perfect guy for that role as the cad. Yeah, yeah he does a really good cad. job. Yeah, he's he always does. the cad, isn't he? So he does it's an A-list, really good job. an A-list series. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. it's so funny because Tom last night was like, Nicole Kidman isn't that is a horrible actress, and she's got dead eyes. She's the worst. She's terrible. I can't stand she can't really? Nicole Kidman. Oh, I'm like, man. what? All of a sudden, he was just like, and completely a pretty damn good actress. Anti Nicole <laughs> Kidman. It was yeah, really. She weird. does yeah. overdo the Botox, and why doesn't she have one line on her face? She's sixty. Oh. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm not one line she on her face. She has had a lot of work done. Is she sixty? Yeah. No. Think so? No. Isn't she? Uh, no. Nicole Kidman. I bet she is. No. Is fifty-three. Yeah. Oh, she okay. is. I didn't. Well, think she's fifty-three and she doesn't have a line on her face. Is. That's and weird. There's another crazy show called The Flight Attendant with Kaylee Cuoco on there. Oh. And that's, that's really over the top stuff, but she pulls it off so amazingly well. It's a dark, dark comedy about this flight attendant who wakes up next to a dead guy, and he didn't fall asleep dead he got murdered dead and uh she's in a foreign country she's in uh thailand Ooh. so mm. you know she's gonna go and uh, go behind bars so she tries to run get out of the situation <laughs> it's just a crazy show huh. um i've so, heard of it check that one out too that's also on hbo max yeah we do we have hbo max that's a problem well, with all... if you have The Undoing, you have it. Okay. Yeah, if you can watch The Undoing, you have it. Yeah, because we persevered, and we're still watching The Undoing. The, yeah. The problem with all these carriers, like, for me, every month they make these networks like HBO Max or Showtime, they make you re-sign in to your provider. So you have to go to mm, some website, yeah. put in a, they give you a code on the screen, and they detect something to your phone, and you have to put it in the in the, in the address. Why don't you just, if you have Hulu, then you've got, like, everybody pretty much. I do, but they, they don't, they, it only lasts so long. If you watch it a lot, it, they may, they sign you out, and you have to reactivate to your provider. We don't it's have a provider. A it's, such a it's such a pain. Hmm. It's I know such it's a pain. LA. You're I, in the I, middle I of the show. The and, Plus. <clears throat> yeah, you're in the middle of the show, and it's not, it cuts out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? What Weird. streaming service are you using? Well, I'm on Xfinity, but I'm going through dip, through uh, Roku and Hulu. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah, want you to sign into your provider. And they cut you out just like that. Yeah, that's You're in the yeah. middle of watching that something. That must be an Xfinity thing because we don't have any of Oh, that. it's so annoying. Yeah. yeah. So annoying. But uh, above all, uh, my favorite show in the last couple months is on Netflix, and I don't know if you have that, Catherine, because I know Tom dumped it because of that controversy. Well, we actually it's, uh, dumped it. Well, I was, uh, yeah. I mean, that put us over the top, but we weren't. We just were watching nothing on it. We had seen yeah. all the shows that they had that we wanted, and nothing new was coming yeah. on. So that we is just, true. Yeah, it's called the Queen's Gambit. Oh, oh yeah. we've talked yeah. about this. I, oh, Dan, count. and I have watched it. Dan and I don't watch much television. But we decided to watch The Queen's Gambit because so many people were talking about it and how great it was. Mm -hmm. And we, I was like, let's watch this and see. And we absolutely love it. We have the la one episode left. It's about a chess prodigy. But the funny thing is, I don't know a damn thing about chess. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just compelling right away. Apparently, the search of how to play chess on Google like increased 500 times or something I'm like sure. that since and it's come out. Sold out and, yeah. <laughs> really? People are extremely yeah. suggestible. Yeah. They are. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, God, remember when Mad Men came out? Every 
white man between the age of 20 and 40 was wearing suits and slicking back their that hair and <laughs> yes. drinking whiskey. Especially, like, especially, really? especially in Minneapolis. I mean, bars are in that theme. Yeah. They opened bars under that theme. And oh, yeah. this is like a bunch of scumbags on the show, but they're like, yeah. I'm going to emulate these guys. Well, they're yeah. a bunch of scumbags I know, they're a bunch of alcoholic well, misogynists. True. It's like yeah. everybody wants to be just like them. It's like, you're not getting the point of the show. Cool. Well, it's like the Queen's Gambit. You know, her life is really messed up. It's very She has up. a bad life. She you know she's a drug addict with Orphan. all sorts of different family so problems. Just, but but everyone's like, I want to be her. It's just because they're on the screen doesn't mean you want to be them. Well, I don't think they want to be her. I think the uh, I think the interest the interest in chess is just it's cool because you know I think it's a game that hardly anybody plays anymore, and now it's a. I'm I'm glad that people are wanting yeah. to learn how to play chess. It's a great thing. It, it is. is. Yeah, I find it boring. You know, it's really interesting the way they put it together and the way she visualizes her moves. Yeah. And you're thinking, okay, well, this is, this. come on, this isn't realistic. Well, you got to think about the same thing about musicians who are prodigies and how they see things in their head and, and they, don't, yeah. they don't read music. They just know it. And this is, they kind of give, you know, that same sort of impression with this girl with chess. And, uh... I don't, it's not necessarily. I don't think it's based on a true story. It's, it's not. It's inspired. based it on a book. Came from a book. Yeah, yeah. but the book is not based on right? a true story. No. Oh. And okay. the author died. Oh. So I don't know if there will be more seasons well, or not. It's a fifteen hundred year old game, so I don't think it it's is, going yeah. anywhere. Pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's but nice it's, that it's. It's an amazing series. It's really, it's really again, good. I I recommend like that it. to people yeah. above everything else these days. Do you know where chess came from? China. Nope. India. India. Okay. Origins in India. Started in India. What was moved to Persia. basically a war game, right? Strategies, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, it's basic. Yeah, it's kind of a mind game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the movie that we watched with the Munchausen by proxy thing on Hulu? Oh, oh yeah. run. run, run! Oh my gosh, yeah. that was really good. Ooh. It was really. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was real messed up, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was really good, and it was short too. It was only like an hour and twenty minutes, wasn't it? My kind of movie. It, it's it's, a, it's <laughs> yeah. semi misery. It has that. St- it has a Stephen King feel to it. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yep. Um, and and something else, but uh, oh, there was a show on Hulu that dealt with that. Patricia Arquette was in it. Yes, I watched oh, yeah. a few yeah. episodes. Yeah, I watched a few episodes, and for some reason, I didn't finish it. Yeah. So this this is really good. And so, Andy, you've seen The Queen's Gambit. And uh, we saw three it. episodes at Melissa's mom's on Saturday. So the oh. next thing I'll recommend, it's a video-on-demand title. Um, it's uh, John Leguizamo's debut, uh, de- directorial debut. He's also in the film. It's called Critical Thinking. It is about uh, this inner-city school in Miami, the first inner-city chess champions in the U.S. This is a true uh. story. Oh, and it's yeah, it's it is really really good, uh, you know, independent film, but you know, Leg was almost terrific, and these kids, I don't know where the hell they came from, but they're all terrific. Yeah, I don't think chess so, ever really went down. I mean, every college plays chess, and every park in New York and Philadelphia has chess. I mean, it's not like it's become an unpopular game. I think it's just becoming more popular. Yeah. Yeah, it's well. Yeah, it, it's certainly because of the Queen's Gambit, but hopefully now people because this uh, critical thinking came out in September. I think it's a relatively new movie, so you know I'd like to shout that one out because that it also deals with the same sort of stuff. Plus, it's, but that is definitely based on a true story, which makes it all the better. So. 
Well, do we need to take a quick break? And I want to talk about yeah. Big Sky, too, when we come back. Okie dokie. Okay. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. By now, you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time. Because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Oh, code TOM. We're back with our newfound roach clip, I think. Anybody yeah. smoke geef need a roach clip? <laughs> Andy found this in the drawer in the file cabinet. He's like, I don't even know what this drawer is. I thought he, it was like a specialty there, there's a, there's a tweezer. Roach I, I really don't. It's, 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 a, it's an expensive pair of tweezers. Oh, well, try it on no, your eyebrows and see if you like it. It's been burned on the uh, yes, Well, at least you know it's sterile. <laughs> and you definitely you know, If you couldn't... don't buy like, a nice pair of scissors or tweezers, they're expensive. That's there. true. Oh, yeah. Like, they like, are. Like, nice pair of scissors is like 70 bucks. What? Oh, yes. That's I why know. I buy the three-pack of Costco. Yeah, really. I just toss them away <laughs> after two years. Like, you want to buy an even nice tweezers, especially if you go to Europe. In Could Europe, they're pull? ridiculous because they're all handcrafted. Oh, and they're oh, real yeah. precision. Oh, like, you can grab like a good set of them. knives. Yeah, they're really yeah. expensive over there. That's crazy. I'm trying to pull a hair out of my hand with it, and it's terrible. <laughs> okay. Not good. Throw it away. Anyway, so Big Sky. Big Sky. <laughs> Big Sky. That's Sky's... a show I haven't seen yet, but oh, I want to get into it. Oh, you haven't seen it? it? I... Heard Tommy talking about it. Freaking crazy. Show. It's another David R. Kelly. It's R. Kelly. He's 
really got Kelly. it going, doesn't he? He, he does everything. David I'm E. Kelly. Kelly. David E. Kelly. Okay, last night you were like, why is Bubba R. Kelly and everything, writing everything? It was like, R. Kelly? Yeah, don't. Yeah, David. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. David <laughs> E. Kelly? David E. Kelly. Why do I think it's I'm saying R. Kelly because of R. Kelly. Ah, that's why I'm doing it. That's how my brain works. Oh, he was the L.A. McBeal guy. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, how much yeah. does this guy have? I mean, he's why is he even working anymore? What happened to Alan McBeal? Uh, Guys like that are just driven, you know? They, they, they'll go crazy if they sit around him. He did Big Little Lies also. Yeah. He's married to Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, what What else? I mean, the guy's got his hand in, in everything. So And the undoing, of course. So. Did he do Little Fires Everywhere? Or Fires, what he, was the one? I yeah. don't know. I don't know if, if he did that. I wouldn't be surprised. It seems like him. It does. Yeah. It does. It seems like him. But, yeah, Big Sky is, I think it's really good. And it's a network show, which makes it even more amazing. Because it's ABC, correct? Uh, yes. And you should have seen uh, Tommy B trying to figure out how to watch the live. He wanted, we watched one, and he wanted to watch another one. And, and it said that it was going to be available at 4 a.m. Oh, my God. He then was... he noticed that it was live oh my God, it was on the so network television. Ridiculous. And on our streaming service, for some reason, if you go to a live show, you can't go back to the beginning. Yeah. Well, no. I don't know why. That's how live works. Yeah. It's live. Well, I know, but it's not recorded. when you're on cable, you can go back. Only on if you're tuned one. to that station already. It's yeah. a tuner okay. thing. I know, but it'll he monitor was... the tuners, and if the tuners set to that, then you can go back. But if you like, if you switch the tuner to a new channel, then you can't go back. He was losing his oh my god mind. He'd... I hate these systems. This is exactly what the problem is with things like this. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Dad, how frequently are you on Hulu? Yeah, really. And your what you want to watch is live, and you need to watch and it from on the a beginning. network. Like, well, I want to know yeah. why, why at our house we, I can't use the microwave when something's in the oven. What? What? <laughs> it's your house. So if, you, if you've got I the oven on... I haven't lived there in 30 years. It's been a while. So. 30 years. <laughs> Not 30, but... If you have the oven on... Okay, check out David E. Kelly's The Rundown. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. Chicago Hope, Allie McBeal. Yeah. Uh, the Practice, Boston Public, uh, Boston Legal... Oh, Boston uh, Legal, that was huge. Big Little Lies, Goliath, which is a brilliant show. First season, anyway, on, on Amazon. Mr. Mercedes, I know Tom has seen that. Yes. He loves that. Uh, yeah, so the guy's got a, a few irons in the fire. And he also, and, and this is, it's an interesting documentary called Robin's Wish. Um, he also produced a show called The Crazy Ones. And, and, and David E. Kelly is interviewed in the show, in the documentary Robin's Wish, talking about, how he's one of the few people that saw Robin struggling, um, oh. just not being the same. It was very sad. It was him and another uh, producer of something that Robin was doing. Oh, it was Sean Levy, who did him, who did the uh, um, Night at the Museum movies. So yeah, so he he did that as well, uh, the crazy one. So this guy, again, what can't he do? Uh, so he's a, he. Okay, so what does he actually do? I mean, he it's his show. He creates he's the, them. He's, so, I mean, he, he, he comes up with the concepts. Does and he buy, does, uh, he buys he a script? And he produces. Producer. Yep. 
Okay. But he he does he buy a script or does he write all these shows? Uh, I'm seeing a lot of story buys. I'm seeing oh. teleplays by. Okay. Yeah, right in. Yeah, he's written quite a bit. He wrote all of the Undoing. Oh. Um, oh uh, Big Sky. It just says creator, so I pr- uh, presume somebody else is writing them for him. You know, some of these they'll just have that executive producer credit attached, and you know that gets a thing, a film or a TV show sold. Um, so I don't know how much he has creatively to do with that, but certainly he was really involved in the undoing. Are there more movies that are going to be c- coming direct to streaming services that they're, they're well, what's going on now? Hollywood's shut down again, but, but everybody <laughs> yeah. ran everywhere well, else to produce shows, right? Or, or to shoot? Yeah. Yeah. What is happening filming. is that the movies that were out in theaters um, just for a couple weeks before our theater shut down here are starting to come out on the fast track on uh, premium video on demand for 20 bucks. Now, I know Tom was saying he and Mike Bryant watched Freaky. Yeah. Um, you guys watched, I believe both you and, and Tommy watched um, Let Him Go with Kevin Costner. Yes. Um, so there are movies like that. Come Play is a scary one uh, that just came out a few weeks ago. That's on premium video on demand. So that's what's happening now with those deals. And then, of course, there's the HBO Max controversy where Warner Brothers is going to put them in theaters and on a streaming service in the same day, which has Hollywood in a complete uproar. So that's going to start with Wonder Woman here in a couple weeks, and then all of their films in 2021. It's going to kill the theater business. Well, didn't didn't some theater, big theater chain, just sign a contract saying that they will not do that, that they are guaranteed those movies? Well, I, I know AMC is, they were threatening to boycott, and I wouldn't doubt that all of the major chains would do that because in um, I guess it was April Trolls World Tour was the first big movie that was supposed to be in theaters where Universal went straight to video on demand and theater owners were pissed and they says when this comes back we're not playing your films so they signed a deal that said okay a 17 day window where the, the film can play in, in theaters for 17 days then it can go to video on demand now, that window used to be 90 days oh. to give theater owners a lot more time to make money. Yeah. Now they shortened it, plus they said they'd share revenue. But the thing with um, HBO Max and Warner Brothers, that just there is no middleman because HBO and Warner Brothers are both owned by AT&T. Right. <laughs> so people are pissed off. They're really so... mad about it, and they should be. I mean, theaters are twisting in the wind. They're not getting anything. At least, at least studios have product they can sell. Right. But theaters don't have anything. So what? So is this just the final nail in the coffin for movie theaters? Well, I, you know, I don't think theaters are ever going to truly go away. But when you have uh, a chain like AMC, uh, they've been teetering on the brink of bankruptcy for months already. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you've got big films like Matrix 4, and The Suicide Squad, you know, all these big films that would have gotten people back into the theaters in the summers, presuming everything is recovered by that time. Well, now it's set in stone. These theaters are going to be, I mean, the films are going to be playing uh, in theaters, sure, but they're also going to be on streaming the same day where they're that much more vulnerable to piracy. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a big, big problem. Yeah, it's well, it's really, I don't know. I mean, it, are, I think now with, you know, people that would go to movies were, what, 
what, what was the general age of people that would go to movies? Younger people, because they were doing the Marvel series and right. all that stuff. So it had to be mm-hmm. people between what? You know, I think it's going to be over. 15 and 30, maybe, was their core audience? Right. I think they're going to disappear. I kind of do, too. Bad, I'm afraid so. I mean, look, mm-hmm. you already have Disney, who's also poised to do the same thing. I'm not saying they will. But they conceivably could do it easy. Yeah. yeah. And again, they're not, they're, it's not like they're selling the product to uh, a different streaming service. That's, that's right. how Paramount's been getting by. They've been selling their stuff to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Or um, there was another one that sold uh, their film to Apple. Sony sold their film to Apple TV Plus, the Tom Hanks one, where he was a naval commander. Oh, right. So these guys, it's kind of, it's basically, okay, well, we'll just shuffle it over to streaming. And if, if somebody like Disney does that, then I think that really will be the death knell. Right now it's one studio, and there, how many studios are there? Seven majors? Mm-hmm. So who knows? Who knows? But it's, it's a frightening time if you're a theater owner, that's for sure. Well, what scares me is that people are going to still be afraid of being out in public. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're, like we're training people to oh, yeah. be fearful of no, I think the movie public. theater industry is done. I think 90% of movie theaters are going to be gone within two years. Yeah, I think they're done. I don't know. I well, think they're the bad thing not. about it is, is that they, the National Association of Theater Owners says there is not one confirmed uh, outbreak or cluster tied to any theaters since this whole thing started. That's because no one's not allowed one. in them. But, e- but even before COVID, theaters were... They well, were on the way out were, already. They weren't yeah. doing that great here. Because Not people, here. they let crap people in and they ruin the movies. So who wants to do that? Just watch it at home. Yeah, there was yeah, no... Yeah, well, I mean, if you look what they're doing, I mean, it's like, well, what can you do to improve the experience? They've done every single thing they can. They yeah. got the loungers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got the food service. They got alcohol service. They got everything. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't, they still don't keep people quiet. Nope, that's the, that's problem, the here problem in Minnesota. That's why Dad won't go, go to movie Alamo Draft House. They're the only ones that will do that. Mm. Yeah. Nobody else has at this point. Not that I'm aware of, anyway. I know that is a big problem because when you go to a movie and somebody's just being obnoxious, it ruins the and, entire and it's experience. Not, yes, it it's not that cheap. So you're, you know, you're drop. If you're going two, if two of you are going, yeah. you're going to drop fifty, sixty bucks, and then have somebody ruin your experience. And the now whole everybody's time. afraid of everybody, so nobody will say anything yep. to anybody. Yeah, you can't well, say anything to anybody. You know, and that's right, LA. I mean, you're right. Sixty bucks for two of you, mm-hmm. whereas HBO yeah. Max, you could pay fifteen dollars, and you're going to get one month of. Endless content. Yeah, and I think you're not that's, just paying for Wonder Woman 1984. Maybe that's all you're going to watch. But even if that's the case, yep. And you have four or five people in your house watching it with you. That's a lot cheaper than going to the theater. That's so, why. That's I mean, why I think they're they're going to die. Well, the last time I went to, well, no, the, two times. Okay, so we went to a movie theater this summer when they opened up briefly, and they had the social distancing, and there was I don't know maybe fifteen people in the entire yeah, theater. I went to it that, and time. I was thinking, how are they going to make? I can't even remember what I any saw. Any money doing this? But the time before that, it was the winter before COVID hit, and there was yeah, there was somebody on their phone constantly, and we complained to an usher, and they said, eh, not we that's just do. the way it is. Yep. Yeah, nothing they can do. Why that go was to unhinged, wasn't it, Catherine? Yeah, exactly. Why pay I for a movie? Tommy said you stuck your leg up in the air. If yeah. you're just going <laughs> yeah. to, <laughs> yeah, well, I do if that. If you're just going to be on your phone the whole time, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like movie tickets aren't exactly cheap. No, it's Tommy so, get 
the tickets and popcorn and pop yeah, is you're, 60 bucks. You're paying all this money and then you just go and, you know, you're on Instagram the whole time. Because people are addicted to their screens. They can't go without them for well, five but minutes. If, well, just, just stay at home then. Worse. Yes. Stay at home then. I will defend the theaters, though, with the high prices because, look, that they don't make a lot of money off the ticket sales. Maybe half no, they of don't. what they get for the tickets. It, they have to ch- charge the five dollars for the small pop, or they oh, have to I, charge I have you no, seven fifty no pro- for the popcorn to pay to pay the bills. Yeah, you know? I have so no problem I, I paying the prices as long as I can sit there and enjoy the movie. Well, that's just it. They got to they got to cut all that crap out. Yeah, they got to enforce that and get people kicked out for doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then once once a movie theater is known for not putting up with crap, those type of people aren't going to go there. I would guess. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, don't speed yeah. down that road. There's there cops that yeah. actually pull people used, over. I forget what it was called. There used to be a, a discount movie place in West Palm that had, like, it served, they always, since they were open, they always served beer and wine, and they had, it was all couches. Oh, it's I don't been, know It was there is. forever, and every, all movies were five bucks. Hmm. Hmm. It still be there. like a year-old movie. Do we have another break that we have to do? Uh, oh, yes. I think we do have another break, we do. don't we? Okay, we'll Let's be right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Drum solo. Yep. It's Andy. Me <laughs> playing. I'm just this hitting is... Jude right now. Oh, Judy. Jude's belly. Yep. So we're back. So Tom Bernard Show. We sure are. Me. AKA the family. Whatever Tim Lammers. the show is called. Mm-hmm. John about the movie business and streaming. What else is going on? Uh, not a lot. Big week um, for me, and I think for all Godfather fans, mm-hmm. uh, The Godfather Coda, oh. The Death of Michael Corleone, is now out on Blu-ray and DVD, oh. not, uh, digital. Um, and it's a new beginning, new ending, edits made. It's, it's you know, gives you a different perspective on the movie. Uh, and I'm going to review that on the KQ Morning Show tomorrow as well. It's so this there. is the re-edit of The Godfather 3. Yes, which was and was that the bad one? That was the one everyone hated. Yeah, yeah, it's really well. Bad. You know, it's interesting. I, for, I I've seen the movie once in its entirety, and that was thirty years ago in the theater. And yet, your expectations are so high because of the first <laughs> two. You know, it just yeah. it's not going to do. And especially Robert Duvall's in it. What are you kidding? Um, and so my biggest problem wasn't Sofia Coppola even, you know, I was just, you know, just she was what's horrible. going on. Although she did have that weird subplot with Andy Garcia. Um, but now I look at the film differently, you know, as, you know, 30 years ago, I, Patty and I were married a year, 
now it's 31 years. And you understand uh, Michael's love for his children. And when the big tragedy happens at the end, Mm -hmm. you understand that pain better. Okay. You know, so it's weird how a movie, how your perspective changes over time. Sure. And I guess that's the biggest takeaway I took from it. Also, again, I've, I've, I've taken down that roadblock about Duvall not being in it to realize, you know, George Hamilton isn't that bad in the movie. You know, it's it's weird. It's really weird how your perspective changes about things. So I would recommend everybody see it because, uh, you know, it it does justice. It's still the weakest of the three. I don't think you'll ever be able to top the first two. But, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, check it out. Where where do you find this? Uh, It's on digital now. I know Tommy was going to see it. I'm surprised he hasn't because he's Mr. Godfather. My God. Yeah, yeah. And also I'd like to plug my (laughs) my website, directconversations.com. I talked with Talia Shire last week about the Godfather 3. So that was pretty cool. So I got the first piece up for a a, a website called Looper that I write for. uh, And I have the link there. So please check it out. Give me some traffic. <laughs> some hits. Give me some web traffic. Something. No, give Looper some web traffic. Yeah, yeah. It's it was pretty cool though talking with her about Connie because this is a big movie for Connie's character for for Shire's character. Connie is is pretty substantial in this movie. So yeah, pretty fun. Well, I mean, all of us are watching way too much TV these days. I'm not. <laughs> not I. Not I me. am That's watching. All there is. Well, Tom is like, oh my god, he's watching so much television yeah, got, through COVID. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm he's like, got. Mm-hmm. His, I'm surprised his brain hasn't melted. <laughs> Honestly, I got and he complains about everything he watches. That oh was god. a horrible show. That was a horrible show because he's watched everything else. <laughs> yep. So he's you just left with garbage. It, that was a horrible game. Viking yep. game. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Most boring game I've seen in my life. <laughs> yep, I every have a spare half hour at night Well, to watch TV. You can watch Hey Arnold I'm like hey I used to. Arnold. That's I'm, I'm, I'm painting Trim like a maniac, and then I go down and watch, mm. watch something with him because that makes him happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's I his have, love language. I have 10 horses and have to spread horse crap around 26 acres every twice a day. Yeah. So. I have two children. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have there time for go. TV, man. Yeah. Well, if you're watching anything, it's uh, and I'm building. PBS Kids, I'm probably. building a couple of new bikes. So, oh. well, I just you know this whole this whole streaming service is amazing, though. I have to say it, it is it is really nice to be able to find so many things to watch. I I have Acorn, and I'm watching all these old Australian shows, wow. and it's really kind of fun because I don't know any of the actors. You know, I don't. It, it's always fun to see the areas that they, sh- they their location, and it, it's just I don't you know. I, I, I just noticed, enjoy I it. noticed last year I did a lot of traveling, a lot of different countries, and there's very few American shows that are in every country. But one show that is is Raymond. Raymond's in every country, really, and it works in every country. Everybody, huh. well, everybody really? loves yeah. Raymond. Everybody loves but him. But it, it does I work just... in every culture. They just and it's an it's huge in Italy, huge. Oh, I can see and that. It's, yeah, it's it's in every Hispanic country it's in. It's huh. all over, and it's, a, it's they really hit it big the syndication with that show. That is one thing about American shows. It's like, how many times can you make a show set in the same 
identical cityscape that you can't tell anything apart because it's York. all just everything's in New everything's York, New York <laughs> Chicago, San Francisco, L.A. It's all the exact same. Well, Raymond's shot in literally three buildings, two two houses and one restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they never so leave supposed those to be Long rooms. Island, I think. Right? Yeah, they yeah. never leave those yeah. three rooms. Yeah, but and, that's a, that's strictly an American thing, is the fetishization of the big city. Whereas most other shows don't take, like shows that are shot outside of America, with the exception of Japan. Everything is in Tokyo in Japan. Mm. That's the only city that exists in that country, according to their media. <laughs> well, that's where everybody lives. That's where yeah. all the money is. Yeah. Well, no. Well, there's plenty you, of money in Kyoto. That's one thing I give Netflix, is that that Such. obviously opens up an international market, too. Yeah. And there are shows like The Stranger, which is a BBC series. And I'm trying to think if there's anybody in it that I even know. But, damn, is it a good show. And then you go by the, the same uh, creator of the show has another one. I don't remember the title, but Michael C. Hall, who is Dexter, is the star of it. Oh, And I that's like really good. And so, you know, I mean, you just, all of a sudden you find this great filmmaking or great television making with people you don't even know. And, cool. and, and all of a sudden all that streaming stuff, that, that you know, it avails you to the, those sorts of shows. So... That's what I really like about the streaming well, services, just the wide variety uh, of what's out there. Jillian, Jillian Flynn, is that her name? She was in the She side. did Gone Girl. Yeah, she did Gone Girl. And then she did another oh, show yeah. that was really weird on Amazon that I didn't like. That was really weird. What the hell was it called? Utopia. Utopia? That's not Yeah, it's, oh, was a, that? it's a... Mike Bryant liked it a lot more than I did. I I, I found it off-putting because there were torture scenes in it. Is that the one where they're dead? Oh, I hate that. Or is that, stuff. is that the one where it's like the afterlife, but it's virtual? Or what am I? No, that's that's I, it's the same. That's also on Amazon. Um, what the hell's that called? That's called Upload. Upload. Utopia is about how this this underground comic book creator um, predicted events of the future, maybe. And then somebody mm. finds this rare issue that pulls things together, and uh, everybody wants it, especially the bad people, and they'll do really bad things to people in order to get that comic book. Yeah, I can't watch uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, again, when, when torture gets involved, it's like, oh, yeah, my God. Not I, for I me. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, Ralph Basham was talking about that yesterday as well. He he won't watch anything that's like depressing yeah, or sad. He will not watch the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, he was like, she's an orphan. The mother's dead. No, no, no. I was <laughs> oh, like, oh okay. god, we got to convince him, Alex, about that because no, I it tried is to. ultimately he was like, uplifting. No, he was like, so I don't watch depressing. anything with severe Absolutely violence. Not. It's like, no, yeah. there's no violence in the Queen's. There has severe violence, torture. I know I can't watch it. I know it's like why it makes me sick to my stomach. Uh, why would you want to see that? I don't. I, don't. I just don't get it. <laughs> and I won't watch it. <laughs> no, that well, that's always been my problem with horror movies. Is it, if yeah, they're psychological thrillers, yeah. and I can take a little bit of you know, I can take a little murder. <laughs> But I can't. I can't. A gentle, I can't. A gentle murder. A, you know, a nice little murder is fine. But I can't take the blood and guts and no, gore me, stuff. I wanna, no, for me, I want to watch something that I can take something out of. That I can learn something from it. I don't want to watch just useless yeah. violence. I want to learn something. Learn something. They're just basic. Am like, I going to waste my sit yeah. there and watch a box? I want to at least walk away knowing something that I didn't know before I sat down. Yeah, that's help. Yeah. Well, well, Queen's Gambit will teach you. You brought up Jillian Flynn's name. Was there? I'm sorry, I interrupted there. Was there a show, a different show that she's doing? No, that? I wasn't thinking about Jillian Flynn. I was thinking about Jillian Anderson. You do that. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, but she's in, now. She is great as Margaret Thatcher. 
Well, she in, in she's, the crown. she's in a lot of all of a sudden BBC productions, and then there was something that Rob Lowe was just Wasn't in. Wasn't Julian Anderson Scully? Yeah, yeah, Scully. And yeah. Now she's Margaret Thatcher. That's an interesting. Yeah, yeah she was in a show. She was in a series called The Fall. Hmm. Yes. And that was, I think, a BBC production. So what's with the, all of these Yanks going over to well, it's BBC? Like how they used to come over here. House, he was British. Yeah. There was but a bunch he doesn't. Of, we had oh, a British true. invasion here oh, for a while. We did. Oh, well, be, believe me, don't. it won't be long before people are going to say, only British people can do British roles. Oh, Probably. Because you know how that's going now with casting. you got to cast yep. a specific person. Well, and, before and, you uh, know it, most of our movies are going to be made in China. It's going to be a bunch of Chinese people no, talking like Americans, Texans. They, they're building the biggest studios in the world. They have New York, Chicago, all done, exact replicas finished. Yeah. You know, that would have already popped if COVID didn't happen. But. Well, they're willing to do things that Hollywood is not because yeah. Hollywood is too concerned about offending everyone and making sure that the stars come out looking good. You know, it's all about making the stars' image better. It always has been, though. It always since, has since been. Hollywood always. Started. But they, in they, China, they, it's just like if it makes money, we're going to do it. But yeah. if, if a U.S. actor goes over <clears throat> and works for a Chinese <clears throat> film company and it gets out that they're doing something that doesn't please Americans, then well, they're. Who cares? Be- they got the China money. <laughs> they could just live in China. Yeah, you know, it's, it's way more money than here. Yeah, plus, China is financing half of Hollywood right now. Yep, yeah. they already are. Yeah, they already own half of every yeah. movie studio. So pay attention Maybe to those more. production company credits at the beginning. You'll see. Hey, it's all. It's all. You yep. asked me what it was all in Chinese. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't China own a lot of Disney? Yeah. Yes, too? a lot. Like yeah. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the video game industry China's too. China's more powerful than you think. They oh are. God, yeah. I thought for, I, I would figure video games for sure, but I didn't know. Well, that they, they don't make any video Disney. games ever. They 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 make like maybe a couple a year. No one's ever heard of them, but they own industries. Yeah, we make in other countries. Games. Yeah, oh. they, Japan, uh, America, Europe. They make all the video games, but China owns the companies that make them. Video games actually outsell all movies. One they video do. game outsell, will outsell every movie made for the year. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, a new Call of Duty comes out? It'll outsell every movie It's like its own country for the for, in terms of how much money it makes. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm not a gamer, so I, I don't get it. But it, it, I see the numbers. I was like, what? How's that possible? That's amazing. It like is. Like that one car theft one. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, it oh, sold yeah. more than every movie made in the last 10 years. Well, there you go. Yeah. Christian, there's another revenue stream for you. You can start reviewing video games. <laughs> I, I I know zip about video games. Yeah, All my either. kids good though. They could so they're actually people that. that do review them make a lot of money. They play them and they show you secrets. They're you watch their oh, videos yeah, on hacks, YouTube. They have like video game they hacks, have like yep. two hundred million views. Oh yeah, yeah on on YouTube. I mean yeah, my YouTube, kids watch yeah. these people. Yeah, they're big. They make big money. Grand Theft Auto Five has made six billion dollars worldwide. <laughs> that's just five. That's, Imagine the whole series. That's one of the Grand Theft Auto games. Imagine the whole series. They outsell every all movies for the whole year. Yeah. Oh my god. It's pretty well, but if you look into how it's literally hundreds and hundreds of people making these games, though it's like when you watch the credits. I've timed it. It'll be 15 minutes of credit scroll because so many people work on it. Yeah. So if you imagine all that money, it's it has to be split. Yeah, some, but it's so much money. Yeah, but it's it's so a much. it's a much bigger. Uh, it takes a lot more doing than making oh, a movie. Oh, it's hard to make a game. Oh yeah, it takes way more doing <laughs> than making a movie. I know somebody tried. It. 
broke them in. Even making a very, very simple, yeah, making a Super Mario Brothers clone. If you don't know what you're doing, it would take it would take you months. It's a a lot of coding. Yeah, Uh, months and six billion. I got months. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I got months. Are we done? <clears throat> what time is it? Yeah. 110. Yeah, it's about Can we do all our breaks? I need to relax. Have, have we done need? all of the things we're supposed to I do? I have a heart out, so. Oh, and do you? Hey, out? it was nice talking with all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have been I'm yeah. stuck with that bum Tommy and that bum Sprinzel on Thursday. Yeah, yeah we, haven't so. heard, we haven't heard from you in a while. You used to be on Mondays. I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still here. So, yeah, whenever, whenever it works out. That's all right. Nice. Well, thank you. It was yeah. nice to talk to you, too. Have a happy holiday if we don't talk to you. Well, I will. Right. Probably talk Most to you. Certainly. All right. Yeah. All right. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Yeah. And I, I suppose I that's it. Down the Jordan.